1: Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back, everybody. I changed that intro, if you didn't notice. This is Humble and Hungry, not welcome to Humble and Hungry, because apparently I say welcome twice. I say welcome to Humble and Hungry, and then I say welcome back. And Mr. Sam Pizzullo, who will be on the podcast next week, um, made sure I knew that. So I'm trying to change it. So it's Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry. (laughs) I'm your friend, Natalie Boucher. Welcome back. Okay, now we got that out of the way. Um, Sorry about yesterday or Monday, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, We were in Idaho flying and last week I had Sam on um, or I was recording with Sam to have him on and our audio was just trash. And (laughs) And God forbid we have one more bad audio because he is going to lose his mind. So I'm doing a solo this week because I was in Idaho all weekend and I will tell you all about that trip. And then he, I'm recording with him tomorrow, so he will be on next week. Uh, And then I also have a sleep therapist on, Uh, I'm recording with her today actually, and she is going to be telling us all about how to transition our kids from like regular little crib beds to or to big blah, 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 blah. I'm so tired. I'll tell you why. Uh from cribs to big kid beds. So, I cannot wait to talk to her because I am exhausted. Um all right. So, let me just catch you guys up a little bit. So, went to Idaho this weekend. Uh we left on Thursday, came back on Monday. And why did we go to Idaho? Not to see Heather Dubrow. No, we did not. <laughs> Let's just clear that right up, okay? Because I get asked that every time. You know what kind of sucks? Like, it's it sucks, but I understand why. Um, it doesn't matter what I do. Everything is tied to her still. And I understand, right? Like, that's how we met. That's how our connection has been made. But I feel like at some point we got to move on from that, right? (laughs) Like, let's just not bring up the ex-boyfriend. That's what it kind of feels like. It feels like we met through my ex-boyfriend and, you know, now we're best friends and I'm not with the ex-boyfriend. I'm now married and have kids. And it's like, then why are we talking about the (laughs) ex-boyfriend? Right? Great memories with the ex and then not great memories with the ex. And let's just like move on, Right? And if anything ever happens and I get back with the ex (laughs) and I leave my my current husband and family for the ex, um, you're going to know about it. I'm going to definitely tell you. So don't feel like I'm keeping you in the dark. It's just not happening. Okay. (laughs) Tangent over. I also bring up that tangent because I now I'm going to go down a wormhole. Uh, I bring up that tangent because a couple of weeks ago on Instagram, I posted a photo. Um, oh, it was like a QA and a um, And and someone said, you know, what happened with you and Heather? And I and I just wrote like, oh, who's going to tell her? You know, kind of funny. Um, and then like half the people got it. No, like 75 percent of you got it. And then the other half were like wait but what did happen and I was like well guys (laughs) I can't talk about it that's the whole point like obviously there's no relationship there um haven't seen her since everything happened and I cannot talk about it because I have an NDA and then someone messaged me like a link of um like a article that I guess you know when you google my name it's like not pretty um which also sucks and is so unfortunate. Um, and I, I understand it's just part of everything that happened, but you know, um, hopefully one day it just will be so far down that Google <laughs> that you won't even see it. Um, and it just, it's, it was basically like, Oh, Natalie, uh, you know, got fired and, um, uh, for being like a liar or something. It was something that she had said, I don't know. Um, and it's just so disheartening to read that. Right. And it just like brought up all these memories and like, I could not sleep for like two days. And it was like right before our trip. Uh, and, and so, yeah, it was just like a really shitty thing to read. And so anyways, and, and so I constantly get messages in my DMS like, Oh, are you going to see her? Or, Oh, is it because of her? And I'm like, no, 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 you guys will know if we talk ever again. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So if you just read anything or see anything, just don't send it to me. I don't want to know. <laughs> it was like from so long ago. I'm like, why is this not over with? Um, but it is over with. It was just someone, you know, just quickly did a, a little search and and then and saw that. Okay. Moving right along before I get emo again. <laughs> okay. So, um, The reason why we went up to Idaho was because Riley's family is all there. So his dad and his stepmom are, um, in like Baker city area. And then, um, his brother is also, it's like about 45 minutes from there. And then his mom is also there. Um, and then his sister is uh, about six hours. I think she's in, um, Actually, I don't know where she is, but there it's all random towns. You know what? You know what it is? I have heard so many stories from like North Powder, um, Joliet, uh, Baker City, uh, Eastern Oregon, Boise, like at all these like different regions and places and things. And I'm like, where am I? Because <laughs> it's all it's all beautiful, green, open land and like a couple houses and i'm like okay so now this is okay got it now oh oh now we're in another area okay got it it's i'm not a country girl i'm just i'm i'm a little city girl um so it's all very interesting and it's like a whole new way of living um and it's so beautiful and i love it so anyhow we ended up going up there to go see all his family and we take a flight out, we stop in Salt Lake, which is by the way, beautiful airport. Um, and there was like a little store called Hip and Humble. Oh, loved that. Uh, didn't go in it, didn't have time. And but we did have time for a few rounds of Piper running up and down that little that little uh, straight elevator or like the little um, what is it called? It's like a little escalator but that goes straight to help you sort of walk faster. I'm not kidding if you are, <laughs> if you're in an airport and have kids and want to wear them out, just have them run through that a couple times. Oh, that'll, that'll be great for them. Um, so we get to finally make it to, um, Idaho, flew into Boise and we decided to just basically have that day to ourselves and then drive up to see his family the next day. Um, into, uh, Eastern Oregon. So we stayed in Idaho that first night we stayed in a residence Inn because Ma- Riley has all the Marriott, uh, you know, perks. So we decided to, um, stay in the residence in, which I have to say, look, it's not like the bougiest hotel, which, you know, we're okay with, but it's really nice still. And it's right in the downtown area. I mean, you're like walking distance from restaurants and all that, and it has a little kitchen, like a little kitchenette thing inside of the room, so if you do have little kids, you can make them a little breakfast or, you know, lunch, dinner, whatever, heat up the milk, whatever you have to do, um, and it's beautiful, and it's really uh, a good deal, and and I have to say pretty inexpensive depending on the time that you go, uh, because we end up staying at a courtyard, which I'll tell you about, on the way back, and it wasn't as great, so this one, I have to say, works great. And we ended up getting a pack and play um this first night and putting her in the bathroom. I mean, look, the kid's almost three, but like we had never slept with her in a bed before. And so we were just like, we'll just put her in a pack and play. I mean, she does that when she goes to my mom's house and she seems to do okay. So we um we got that and put her in the bathroom. So we get to so we get to Boise. And, um, we check in and then we end up figure, oh, we end up going swimming for a little bit because Piper's like now a professional. So she's just call her Michael Phelps, actually call her Ryan Lochte (laughs) because, because she's just like, you know, she's just one away from being the greatest, but, um, still has some work to do. No hate on Ryan Lochte. Uh, I follow his wife on Instagram. She's great. Okay. So... They do a little swimming because we're trying to poop her out. At this point, she woke up at like 5 a.m. to get on this flight and she was still wide awake, the kid. I mean, like there's just there's no nap for her anymore. So didn't sleep. So she rallied through the flight, which, by the way, on the flight, kind of a terrorist. I, like, I mean, the tantrums, she did. She refused to watch any TV or any movie or any electronic. And I'm like, Really? You live for this. You die for this. That's all you ever want. And now you don't want it. Why? (laughs) Why child? Why? Uh, so snacks saved us a little bit looking out the window, looking at the brochures, you know, things like that. But I mean, definitely had tantrums on the plane, on the plane. Um, okay. So back to swimming. So she's swimming, Michael Phelps. Oh, not Michael Phelps, uh, Ryan Lochte status. And, uh, having a good time with daddy I didn't really get in just put my feet in you know I'm just like not really if I don't have to I don't really want to swim so that's just me I don't know and it was an indoor pool which was really nice actually uh and got out of there got her ready we all sort of got ready we are sort of back in our same clothes that we were in traveling we didn't bring anything nice but I found this restaurant because I was just googling places Riley had um I lied you guys I'm all over the place we went to Boise Fry Company so Boise Fry Company uh we went there for lunch oh my gosh I have my entire trip upside down <laughs> we land we go to Boise Fry Company okay let me just get my mind right went to Boise Fry Company first, which was Riley's first restaurant. I know I've probably told you this before and you're like, we know, but for some of you that don't know, Riley opened up Boise Fry Company um, back during the recession, 2008 recession, sort of started it, opened it in 2009 with um, a partner of his and concepted the entire thing. And it was sort of this fast, casual, because of the recession, he explained to me the entire story. Because of the recession, no one wanted to spend a lot of money, but they still wanted good quality food. So he said, why not make great burger and fries that you would get at a really nice restaurant, but for half the price and like quick and easy pop in. You can still sit if you want. So it's not really a drive-through. So sort of this fast, casual concept. And it did amazing. And he ended up getting best fries in America from the Food Network and all these, um, uh, different renowned places, um, like USA Today and all these other places. So he really, really crushed it and, and they did so well. But then from there, he ended up going, um, and getting plucked to the Godfrey and opening up the Godfrey and the London house and really doing big things in Chicago. So, he still owned it. Was sort of going back and forth about once a month, um, and then it started getting more sporadic, like once every six months, once every six months, and then down to like once a year, because then he got um, brought over to Newport, to where he now is part of this whole development uh, company here with RDOD, we're developing hotels and food and beverage concepts for hotels. So he got Lido House as the, his first little baby here. So um, he decided to sell Boise Fry to his partner, um, because this was just going to take so much of his time, and really, Boise Fry at that point wasn't just uh, sort of to his liking, um, and, and, you know, there's just issues with, with partners and things, and food quality and all that, and so he was like, you know what, I'll just sell it, it was time, and he could focus on his projects here, so that's what he did, um, so anyways, we went back, had a little lunch there. We had taken, we we went to uh, Boise Fry about two years ago when we did this trip two years ago. Uh, and so it was nice sort of taking Piper there and telling her, I mean, as much as she understands, but telling her sort of a little bit of daddy's story um, and having the burgers and fries and all that. So that was a lot of fun. Okay. And then from there, we went back to the hotel and then that's when they swam. Um, and I joked the entire trip that I was on their honeymoon because I shit you not, this little girl and her dad were, it was like a romantic getaway. I mean, they were feeding each other, they were like on top of each other the entire time. And I would like ask a question and she'd be like, no mom. And like, <laughs> just, and then back to dad. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, all right, well, just, I'm here if you need me, just, don't mind me in my own little world uh so then we ended up getting dressed and then this is when we went to that restaurant so we were googling places because Riley was like oh the when he lived there there was like a bunch of hot spots not a bunch a couple a couple hot spots like barbacoa and um a couple other places and then I was like well let's see what is you know like newer nicer here and I found this place called the Lively and it is so cute um you walk in and it is like this um like oh how would i explain it it was like a it was like a um i would say like a european southern modern <laughs> restaurant i'm giving you every every type of place of this one i don't know i don't know what it was but it was so cute. Um, the menu was fantastic. We, and Piper was after the pool, she passed out. And that's the only time I was able to actually hold her (laughs) when she's sleeping. So, um, menu was great. The entire spot, if you're from there or visiting in there, definitely check it out. Um, we ordered, I think, well, Riley ordered a frog, which, you know, bougie Riley. And, And it came with like crackers. It was like very, it was actually like butter. I will say I tried it. It was like butter. Um, Ended up getting like a chicken dish, a salad, uh, a pasta. It was like a lasagna, like a spinach um, lasagna, which was actually delicious. And Piper ate so much of it. Um, Ended up ordering a bottle of wine, which was, I think, one of Riley's favorite bottles. Um, It was a Pinot Noir. And let me pull it up for you, because he says it is the best. It is from, oh, no, hold on. Gosh, what is it, Natalie? Why can I not just, hold on, let me, I have to call Riley now. Gosh, dang it. Come on, kid. Oh, you're the worst. Uh, Okay, so he, so he orders this his favorite he says it's probably one of his favorite Pinot Noirs of all time um and when it's on the mat on the menu he really likes to get it but it's kind of pricey um it's a 2019 I'm gonna butcher it um Twomey T-W-O-M-E-Y and it's from Henderson Valley it's a Pinot Noir um I want to say it was like 120 or something I know it's ridiculous. But he sells it, I think, at his restaurant for uh, more than that. Oh, here he is. Let's ask him. Hello. Hello. Um, how... Do you drop Piper off? Just now. Okay. Was she crying? Nope. She was happy?
0: Um, uh, she was dazed and confused. She was what? Dazed and confused.
1: Why? Because she hasn't been there in a while?
0: No, she's just... She was so
1: talkative until... We got there and then she was like confused that she's like because she was like is baby wesley here and then i sat her down and she walked in but she was like not
0: talkative just like kind of looking around like
1: oh mm-hmm. poor girl she's probably just like are we not on a flight are we not going somewhere yeah um
0: did you have fun with daddy on for four full days and she said
1: daddy and mommy Oh, that's nice, because I was just talking about how um, I felt like I was on your guys' honeymoon. Yeah, nope, you weren't. <laughs> okay, glad, glad I was included. Uh, what was the name of the Pinot Noir that we ordered? Oh, uh, Toomey. Toomey. I was like, Toomey? I didn't know. 2019 Toomey. Got it. Thank you. That's all I was calling about. <laughs> You got it. Okay, love you. Love
0: you Bye.
1: So serious that man, huh? <laughs> okay. So that's what we ordered. Um Piper woke up mid-meal. We ended up getting, I have to say, not th- so we had the bottle of wine and then we ended up going back to the hotel and then hanging out there, but we got a little we got a little drunk, I have to say. We were like I don't I like it just hit us. I don't know if it was the travel or what. But we were on a good one uh so get to the hotel and which by the so, but anyways g- you guys have to go to that restaurant it was so good um but we go back to the hotel and that's where we keep it going so upstairs there was live music and i posted about it on instagram <laughs> and there's this guy on the guitar he is so good at the guitar let me see if i can play you guys a little bit hold on He was jamming out. Where's the one where he's jamming out with his little fingers? Hold on. gets me every time the last one i I was showing you like little clips the last so i posted on mainstream i go someone sign this man up right now i go or marry him because the way he would string that guitar i feel like half of you understood my joke half of you didn't you're like ew his shoes were hideous i was like i ain't talking about the shoes honey i'm talking about his fingers did you see the way he stroked that guitar jesus I mean, I cannot look at a man stroking a guitar without being dirty in the head. I'm sorry. I just, maybe I'm childish. I don't know. Or just lack of sex. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, so uh, we had such a good time. Piper, again, was dancing with her dad and just dancing alone. This little kid's going to be freaking, move over Selena Gomez because Piper Rose (laughs) is like just a a little artiste, I tell you. Um, all right. So then we went back to the hotel, put her down. She did go to sleep initially in the crib, in the bathroom. That was fine. And then I forgot the sound machine. So I just put a little white noise on my phone and called it. And then Riley and I ended up like doing yoga moves, sort of wasted in the in the in the room and just like stretching each other out this was not a sexual thing just like stretching each other out and just like seeing who could do a better squat i mean like that's that's a romantic night <laughs> in the huddleston pooché hotel room uh so and then in the middle of the night she started crying and this is when sort of like shit started hitting the fan so started crying in the middle of the night and we thought like oh she's just being a little restless we'll just like let her fuss it out and then, like, wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop. So this is now the first night we are not sleeping. So I grab her and I bring her in bed, and um, and it's it's an actual nightmare. I've actually never slept with her before. I've never um experienced such a terrorizing um, night of sleep. And now this, we ended up doing that for the next three, four nights, whatever it was, four nights. Um. So she slept with us and she finally, I mean, she literally was, her head was on Riley's head and then her feet were on my boobs and, um, and then in my, uh, clavicle and then in my ribs. And it was just the most horrendous thing I've ever (laughs) experienced in my life. For people who sleep with their kids, I don't know how you do it. I mean, unless they've already gotten used to it and they just like cuddle up with you. Oh, I mean, I would eat that up all day, but not when they're like, punching you and kicking you and then you're like saving them from falling off the bed and it was just too much for me um so she ends up finally falling asleep I want to say like 6 30 in the morning and then slept until about 8 30 or something um and then she was like out out so finally gets up and we are driving now to Riley's brother's house um where they live basically on this big ass land you know the piece of land and they have horses and chickens and pigs and donkeys um you name it they have it and it's incredible piper rode her first horse and it was so cute she or she had her little cousin holding on to her granted my uh, my brother-in-law was you know holding the horse walking it and they walked it for maybe two minutes it was nothing because people were like have her wear a helmet I know things can happen really fast but it was it it, and it was their tame horse it was it was fine so um they rode that she was obsessed with it obsessed with the chickens and the pigs and all of it I mean so freaking cute there's definitely we were definitely not in Irvine anymore you know um but she loved it, and then we basically pack up the car because we were sort of meeting up with them so that we could drive down to his dad's house. Um, and so we packed up and get to a dad, get to a his dad's house, and that's when we were getting everyone ready to go because we were going to go to their cabin. So their cabin is sort of in the middle of Timbuktu. I don't know; it's in the middle of nowhere. So beautiful, by the way. But this was the cabin that Riley grew up in really um, every summer with his grandparents. So his grandparents um, built this cabin and uh, their family, basically, it was it was brothers and sisters. Um, and they each sort of built their own cabin. So there's three on the property. And they ended up building it because they wanted houses next to each other because they would go there every summer and they wanted to like hang out and and go, you know, hunting and, and party together. And it, I mean, it's incredible. It's everything I've ever wanted to do with my family. Um, and so this is the cabin that, you know, the kids ended up growing up in and, and, you know, well, Wade, his dad grew up really in this cabin and then now his grandchildren, so it was like a three-generational thing. And um unfortunately his um it's actually a really tragic story but his grandparents ended up um passing away in this cabin and riley was um the one that found them they they came up one summer because they were going to end up spending the whole summer there and um it was riley and his sister and his dad and riley got out of the car first to, like run in and say hi to the grandparents and he found them unfortunately um passed away in their bed um it was from like the carbon monoxide uh from one of the it was actually the refrigerator that was running off a propane tank or something he said um really really tragic and so um there's a lot of history and there's a lot that that comes with this cabin um and so it it took a few years for them to sort of go back and everything so this trip going up there meant sort of a lot especially for all three of Well, Marika didn't go, his sister, um, but his brother and his dad. So for them, for the boys to be up there together and and with their kids and all of us being there, it it, it meant a lot. Um, So it was a really, really special, special trip. And they showed me around everything. They were showing me photos and recipes and just like, I mean, you walk into like a time capsule. It was so incredible. And after they ended up passing away, they ended up building um, a, a, a bathroom in it because right now they only had the outhouse. But I mean, the entire thing was just so incredible. And it was just really out of my comfort zone because I hadn't really, you know, I, I never grew up like that. So seeing their, sto- hearing their stories and like seeing everything was like, wow, like you actually put um, sort of a, a, a face to everything that he grew up with. He's like, yeah, I would sleep here, and 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 I would make you know breakfast with my grandma here, and I would go hunt there, and we would go to the the creek there, and and run, and take our our bikes or you know their their sleds and their snowmobiles and all that. Um, so it was really fantastic, and it's about like I want to say it was like 88 acres or something. Um, so a lot of history. Piper. So now Piper's rode her first horse. And she was able to um, just do like a lot of firsts on this trip. All right, guys, this is for you, first-time home buyers. I was one recently. You guys know my story. You guys know I lucked out with a really good realtor, but it's not like that for everybody. Um, It's it's time to really educate ourselves. Before making a big ass purchase, right? Like you didn't just save all this money to then go and, like, do this a first-time home buying half-ass, right? So David Sedoni is an industry expert with years of experience and is devoted to helping first-time homebuyers um, who just don't know where to start and. He has a podcast and it's called How to Buy a Home Podcast, who basically helps first-time home buyers. He talks about what's going on in today's market. He's talking about how crazy it's been and with interest rates. What do you do? He's keeping you up to date literally every step of the way. He also just released a first-time homebuyer starter kit at howtobuyahome.com. It's an incredible resource, full of knowledge that you need to become a homebuyer expert, and it's completely free. Plus, he has basically all these agents all across the U.S. So if you're like, "Hey, I'm in Florida. I don't I like. I need. I need someone. He's your guy." If you're in California, if you're wherever you are, he's got someone. He's got a trusted person that knows their stuff. Reach out to him. Listen to his podcast. Gain some knowledge, okay? This is this is the time to buy. It's always a time to buy, according to him, okay? So start your path today by going to howtobuyahome.com and make this the last year you rent. You can also find the How to Buy a Home podcast on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts. You guys, we are at the peak of summer. I don't think it's going anywhere, which makes me so happy because I am obsessed with the Faraday brand. And the Faraday family lives for this time of year and their brand captures that feeling of summer and adventure in their collection of high quality clothing that's incredibly soft and comfortable and it's always sustainably minded and meant to be worn from surf to city. Faraday is a family-run brand making high-quality, timeless clothing with modern design and functionality. They've mastered, truly mastered, the art of the perfect summer outfit. And you know what I mean. That effortless but still looks good, summer comfortable but designed with intention kind of looks. Like it might be vintage, but it also fits so well that it feels like it was just made yesterday or just for you. That's what Faraday does best. Riley is now obsessed with them. And I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do because now he just absolutely loves the way that everything fits, the quality, the details, and uh, just all of it. It just fits him to a T. Their clothes are thoughtfully crafted with classic styles, and you will wear them over and over again. Verity is so committed to sustainably Living and they ha- even have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. I mean, who does that? So your clothes can last as long as your favorite summertime memories. Right now, Faraday is giving all humble and hungry listeners 20% off. Let me say that again 20% off head to faradaybrand.com slash humble and use code humble at checkout to get this deal that's code humble at faraday f-a-h-e-r-t-y brand.com slash humble for 20% off faradaybrand.com slash humble we are staying now at his dad's house. Um, oh, I forgot to mention. So on the way to that cabin, you pass Anthony Lakes. Anthony Lakes is, I've also told this story, but for those who don't know, Anthony Lakes is a little ski resort uh, or like a little ski area that um, Riley's mom's dad built. So now you have sort of these two different lineages, right? <clears> hmm. <throat> So on his mom's side, they are known for building Anthony Lakes and his. So it was Riley's great grandpa who sort of had this concept of um, creating. I mean, this was now so long ago, but he wanted to he wanted a place to ski. That's sort of how it started. He wanted a place to ski. And so him and his son, Riley's grandpa, um, ended up going up there and and looking at all the mountains and the slopes and and they would go every every weekend or every day i forgot what it was and they would cut down the trees all the all of them themselves cut down the trees and they created the actual slopes i mean how freaking cool is that so um his grand his great grandpa passed away so his grandpa really was the one that sort of saw this full through so he uh was the one that took down, basically, finished taking down all the trees, creating the slopes, creating the lodge, creating everything with his wife, Betty. and um they and Betty was a cook. So she was the one that was making all the food. she was everyone always said she was Betty was always in the kitchen. and so uh, and 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 so um, they would they basically created this entire thing and now riley's mom was part of that right so now she was the one that was able to actually ride it like you know ride all the slopes and everything and and help them still bring this sort of idea to to life and um they ended up naming one of the slopes after uh roberta's first son riley's brother who's bert so there's the little bert um there's like a little Burt slope, which is so cute. So anyways, a lot of history. It was really, really cool to see um, how everything is sort of uh, transpired over the past few years. Um, they did end up selling it to the city. So now the city owns it. Um, but still, all the photos are still there. I mean, it's still, it's still named, you know, Anthony Lake ski, um, ski area. So it's really, really cool. Um, after that, that's when we ended up going to the cabin and, um, and, and did all of that. So then on our way back, we ended up staying with, um, Wade, uh, which is Riley's dad and, and Sue, which is his uh, stepmom. And we decided to sleep all in the same bed. And honestly, it was, it was just the worst sleep I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> it just was terrible I've just she didn't want to sleep she oh I forgot to mention sorry guys I'm all over the place um Piper ended up getting a fever on the way up so we were so after we left um, Riley's brother and met up with his dad we were getting everything ready in the car and we were on our way up and by the way there's no service there's hardly any there's nothing. There's really there's no one on the roads, really, at least at this time of year. Um, and Piper was getting a little bit of a fever. And so she was like hitting 101, 102, went back to 101. I was like, shit, what is it? Um, so we got a cool rag, put it on her forehead, ran out, got her a little ibuprofen because that's all they really had at the store. Everything was sort of wiped out. Again, middle of nowhere, really. And luckily, that made her fall asleep. We gave her a ton of liquids, made her a little smoothie, Um, and Riley was like, isn't it so funny how my family versus your family, like we would have handled this so differently, like depending on where we were, because my side of the family, we would have been like, take her to the emergency room, give her all the things, like she's, we gotta get our girl back, and Riley's family was like, ah, it's alright, just give her a little, just give her a little cold rag, a little dip it in ice water maybe a little something she'll be okay let's just go up to the cabin she'll be fine Riley's dad was has been a, a helicopter he's been a medic uh he's like I'm fine I was like I was like are there any doctors up there he's like you're looking at him <laughs> I was like okay um so I went with it only because it was actually she was actually getting better by the time we were like Driving off, so I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna not freak out, not panic, and if anything, we can just drive back down the mountain and we'll be fine." So, thankfully, as soon as we got to Anthony Lakes, Piper was woke up and felt a little better. She looked a little looked a little weird, but she was she was better, and the the um, temperature was fine, and fever was down, fine. So that was all good. Um So. That sleep at night was just terrible. Like her nights were just awful. She wouldn't sleep. She was kicking and all of that. So just terrible. But then in the mornings, she was fine, um, ready to go. So the next day we end up going to Riley's mom's property. So Riley's dad has about 80 some acres. Riley's mom has almost 100 acres. And his mom is actually living on that property which is insane. Because if you see where she's living, it's crazy. Um, it's like this, uh, maybe 350 foot little, not even a cabin, just, just like this little, little thing. And she's living in it because she's building, um, her house on that land and it's taking some time. And so it's just wild, 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 wild. She's still going into the outhouse to use the restroom, sort of taking her own, um, uh, her showers are with like just buckets really of water. And I mean, the woman is just, I, 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 have to say she's a badass for, for the way that she's living. Um, like more power to her. I think no wonder when she comes over and, and visits us for like two months at a time, she's like taking baths and like, I get it now. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, so she's sort of living off grid. And when I say off grid, I mean, it's like, like off, off grid. And I was like, how do you get Amazon packages up here? She was like, I don't. I have to have them basically drop it off at the bottom of the mountain. And then I have to, uh, she leaves a trash can out there with like her address. And then the pack. she puts all the packages in the trash can, grabs them. And then we'll drive all the way back up. It's a bike about a mile and a half, uh, two miles up a unpaved uh, road to her house. Every day, by the way, every day she's driving down and up that that unpaved um road so we get there and she's showing us around the new house that's being built which i think is going to be gorgeous i mean her views she gets views of anthony lakes which is you know where her dad and grandpa built you know this ski resort and where she sort of grew up on so it's just so incredible um you know her family never did anything on that mountain or on that property um so she's the first to really do anything and it's just it's really incredible and the fact that you know now her granddaughter's gonna be able to have memories there and and just sort of pass it on. God, it's just so cool. We have nothing like that on our side. <laughs> um, so ended up doing that. Piper went on a four-wheeler, which she had the best time. Again, a lot of firsts on this trip for her. Um, she was feeling better and then had everybody over. This is also so weird to me. Um, so we were staying at Wade's house, Riley's dad's house, and uh, Riley with his stepmom. And then Roberta came. Riley's mom came down for dinner that night. I thought it was very weird. <laughs> I was like, "How? How is this happening?" Because in my world, stepmoms and dads and divorced parents—they don't hang out. Like they hate each other. Like they can't even be in the same room. Like they will miss. They will miss. Uh, births and birthdays because they are in the same room (laughs) and then like Roberta and um his Riley's stepmom are talking and I'm like this is just blasphemy to me like you guys are such great adults like (laughs) I just I think it's just so cool that they can be hang out and then like Riley and or uh, Wade and Roberta are talking and like just talking about like when like the kids were little and telling Sue stories like oh yeah when we went hunting for this thing and we lived in that house and I'm like what is happening what is happening how is no one killing each other um but it was so incredible to like have the entire family together and you know all the grandkids being able to like see them be cordial I'm sorry this was just it was it was truly wild for me to see um but it was so great so so great and everyone had a really good time with a lot of laughs a lot of jokes um and and honestly i feel like it was therapeutic for riley and his brother to like sit there and chat with their parents about you know just like growing up and all the stories and like oh do you remember when you know i, I said something and you pulled over and kicked my ass on the road and <laughs> just you know fun stories like that uh so we had a really good time ended up uh, barbecuing and just really, really great. And then the next day, uh, Riley and his dad ended up going golfing. Piper and I stayed back for a little bit and played with the chickens and then ended up meeting them um, about like the ninth hole. And finished the last nine with them. And Piper was just chilling on that golf cart, eating her snacks, watching the boys play. And then ended up Riley ended up teaching her how to uh, ride or drive the golf cart. So she obviously can't do both at the same time: drive and press the pedal. But she liked pressing the pedal more. So she was now sitting at the bottom of the golf cart, basically pedal to the metal, and um, she was and Riley would like would tell her like okay go fast and she would like press it down and he'd be like okay let off let off let off and then she would like let it go slowly I mean the whole she, the kid knows how to drive NASCAR racer move over <laughs> whoever god now I, I I mean she was she was Ryan Lochte now she was Selena Gomez now she's the other NASCAR racer the chick um Wow, she, I, I really am tucking her up. Okay, and then this is the, sort of the last of it. So um, we end up driving home. Uh, the after golf, we ended up packing our stuff and driving home. Let me tell you a quick story, though. I forgot about this one. So so, so I fall asleep in the car. We are driving to, um, where are we driving to? I think we're driving back to Wade's house. And we're driving down, that's it. We're driving down the mountain from the cabin back down to Wade's house and there was a bee in the car and I am fast asleep and Riley is trying to trying to like hit the 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 bee out of the car and he ends up whacking his arm on the he was trying to whack the bee he ends up whacking his his like um his like forearm not his forearm the top like his where his like biceps are uh onto the (laughs) He ends up hitting his arm onto the, the back seat of the car and smashes the bee. But the bee stings him on the way out. And his arm, he apparently has to pull off. He's like, oh shit. And he's and he ends up pulling off. Get the bee was still somehow alive, trying to get the bee out of the car. Piper's screaming. He's dreaming. I apparently am still asleep. <laughs> and then when I wake up, he's like, oh, glad, glad glad you're awake now. He's like, I go, what happened? He's like, look at my arm. His arm, he looked like, he looked like Eddie Murphy. I mean, the guy's like, I was like, what happened? I slept for 20 minutes. And he told me the entire story. Poor guy's arm was just like so swollen. It still is today actually. Um, and it's been like four days. No bueno. He's not allergic. It's just, you know, swollen. Uh, thank God I was asleep because honestly, I probably would have passed out just by the side of that. So, um, there's that. So anyways, end up driving back to Boise after the golf situation, End up going to the courtyard, not the residence in courtyard. Honestly, it was not great. I would not recommend it at all. (laughs) It was just like sort of run down, um, like it just not great and and for the price just it was just not good so just don't do the courtyard in the downtown no bueno um but we ended up going to um barbacoa which is a really really i guess happening restaurant uh it's an argentinian i guess restaurant and it's been there forever it he, riley said back in the day it was like our mastro's not our master, sorry, our Javier's. It was just like the a, a good, really good vibe. It was like a sort of a sexy vibe. There was music, this and that. Anyways, we ended up going and it was a disaster. Sorry if you guys like Barbacoa. It was disgusting and the service was terrible. Um, and it was just not great. It was really not great. And he was telling me a little bit of like of the backstory to it, which was so wild. It was like this husband and wife and... They, he ended up getting into like drugs and cocaine. He ended up going to jail and then he died. He like overdosed or something and then let the, the, and then the company ended up going to the wife solely. And then she completely, by the way, if I'm completely wrong, tell me, but we Googled it and we were, this is what, this is what we found. Um, she ended up taking over the restaurant and then she completely redid the restaurant and now it's very gaudy. Um, like very over the top and but yeah it was really wild I will say the only good thing about that restaurant was they do um table side guacamole and it was actually very delicious other than that unfortunately I'm going to give it a solid four sorry guys not great um and that's sort of how we wrapped up the um (laughs) our trip and then the next morning we ended up going to the griddle which is a little um breakfast joint by the way piper again slept um in between us and did not sleep so we didn't sleep so now i'm running on about six hours for four days of sleep um so then the next morning went to the griddle which was a cute little spot for breakfast like a little it was like a little mom and pop shop so cute so so good um and then from there ended up going to the airport and did another stop in salt lake and then home um which she was a disaster the first flight like actual disaster screaming crying we had that kid on the flight and then the second flight um she was a little better but uh not much i don't know what i don't know was it lack of sleep was it just too much stimulation for like the whole trip and though she really wasn't eating that great the entire trip I don't know I don't know what it was but the kid does not do well between Hawaii the disaster of Hawaii and her getting a little sick and just like not feeling at this trip for the most part um I don't know I I feel like maybe she we should just not fly with her for a little bit or go on vacations with her it sucks to say but she's just not she's not a traveler (laughs) she's not well traveled um anyhow that was our trip that was the gist of it uh I hope I didn't bore you guys to death but we had a good time um and it was just really nice to sort of get away and unplug a little bit it's funny when we came back on the flight I was like I want to stay off my phone more because being out there and just being sort of one with nature it just reminds you like what really matters and just how important it is to just like take in like the sounds of freaking the birds and the trees and just like get away from the noise of the internet so it was just really nice and and i highly suggest if you guys can travel somewhere that's sort of off grid like that i would definitely do it so um anyway i love you guys thank you for listening and and hearing me chat this one-way chat um love you miss you all uh, I know, I'm, I'm sorry I missed that Monday, but we're back on track. I hope you guys have a great long weekend. I will have a show up for you um, on Monday, unless you guys aren't gonna even be listening on Monday and you guys rather, rather it on Tuesday. Let me know, um, but I can, I can put it up Monday or Tuesday. Um, but Patreon will be up also this week. So make sure to tune in on or tune into that. And I will see you all next week. Thank you love you. Not sure why I said thank you. (laughs) Remember guys, stay humble and stay hungry. I'm going to go fall asleep. Bye-bye.